the wide, wide world of sports is going on here. Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, oh, oh. Wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, you had better wake them up, get them up, get them going. Top of the morning to you. Happy St. Patty's Day. Off we go. Four hours of fun and conversation on this Friday and a ton to talk about. Day one of the always wild March Madness. The uh, NCAA men's basketball tournament is underway. A couple of upsets yesterday, including a doozy. Longhorns not among the upset. They roll last night in Des Moines. Not so much for the Aggies. They got rolled in Des Moines. We'll certainly talk about day one. Look forward to day two. 16 more games on tap today and then into the weekend for the round of 32, which will include the Texas Longhorns. Also, the weekend will include the Texas women who pick up play in the uh, women's bracket. We've got Texas baseball. We've got free agency day four in the NFL. Just a lot to do. It's going to be a lot of fun. We will have fun with St. Patty's Day, of course. My name, Aaron, with an E-E-R-I-N, is Aaron Gobra, Ireland forever. So we'll have some fun with that today. Maybe drink some green beer. At least I will, and we'll have a good old time. On this Friday morning, appreciate you being there. Much different in the weather front. The wind is up. The temperatures are down after the overnight storm. So be advised of that. We'll get you details as we rank, crank this thing up. And we appreciate you being there. Ever you're finding us on this Spring Break Friday, maybe on 104.9 FM. Could be 101.9 FM as well, AM 1260. And we're always streaming making it easy digitally on our Horn app that you can take with us wherever you go. On your smartphone, just download it. Also on your smart speaker and always Mr. Godbolt streaming. And on Twitch, live and local at hornfm.com. Top of the morning to you, my Top friend. of the morning to you also. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Hood, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. You're all Irish, and we all appreciate it. Thank you very much to all my uh, children out there and grandchildren. Happy St. Patty's Day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that they are Irish. Aaron Gobra, here we go. Let's uh, have some fun with that. Longhorns looking good last night. Uh, speaking of rain in Austin, the Longhorns made it rain from three-point land last night, flipping the script on the number one three-point shooting team in the country, uh, the Colgate Raiders. So uh, a lot of hoops to talk about, and I look through the glass and see my man T.Y. through there, who gave you Furman yesterday, gave us Furman in the upset, but he's not wearing green today, so we will have to pinch him. Well, pinch an inch or two. Pinch a two. What's going on in there, Mr. No Green? You got your burnt orange on. Proud of your Longhorns last night. But uh, no no, no, or- no, green for you. Yeah, I had a, I had a long night. I, I forgot. I was celebrating <laughs> deep into the night. I will say, groggy this morning getting dressed, I did put on a gray shirt and then went, oh, what am I doing? I got to throw on my, uh, my, green, my green shirt that needs to be worn today. It's St. Patrick's Day, but uh, yeah, weather different, Buck. I saw a headline where it said it could snow in the Hill Country tomorrow morning. What's oh, going on gonna here? It's going to be fine. It's going to be in the 40s. It'll be just fine. No need to panic. Snow in the Hill Country, it says. Potential. Potential. Just be advised. Uh, this Is this the one more last winter blast type of thing or before we are, are full bore spring? I'd like to say yes, 
but I'm going to think that we've got one more little slight blast Ooh. that you're probably going to hate. Well, just when you start, just when you start to head out to your local places and try to beautify your gardens, that stuff will die. <laughs> Don't let it die. Don't Cover let it, it up. Die. Cover it but, up. But uh, yeah, the, the wind's going to be the deal today, man. There's a severe uh, wind advisory t- with gusts 25 to 35, maybe more than that. Plus, it'll feel a lot colder than the actual temperature today. Cut right through you for sure. Yeah, it's still, it's St. a little Patrick's wet Day. too. Yeah, a little, still a little wet. A lot of rain overnight. Um, as those storms move through from west to east and uh, some of the most in, insane lightning. Yeah, it was oh, a lightning last night show. Was, I know it was a lightning show last night. Now you know I didn't bring my 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 trash. My recycling got, came out late. You know they generally come a little later than the regular trash company does. So you know by the time when I was starting to go to bed and the lightning started, I wanted to go out. And my wife says, "No, no, no, you're not. Don't go near that gate." I'm like, come on now! I can touch the gate. Don't touch the gate. Don't yeah. touch the well, gate. Look, man, I mean, it was, it, and it was a quite. A, I mean, it was, it was a quite a show. Of lightning, man! It was unreal. You know, that's good for your lawn too, by the way. That's, oh yeah, that, that lightning drops nitrogen, man. That's gonna everybody's lawn is gonna be real green after that. Not just the rain, but all that lightning is good for you. It'll be a good thing as we get going. But uh, put up with the wind today. Put up with basketball. Including, we got a, just got sent this. We got to find this guy on Twitter. People do dumb things on Twitter, but here's a guy named Mitch Jones. No, Mitch Jonas. Who said if Texas A&M loses in the first round, I will tase the inside of my rear end? Okay, we'll see. If we can find this guy. That's not good. Sounds like a. Why would Maggie. you do that? Sounds like something he's done before <laughs> and he enjoys it. Yeah, maybe he's rooting for it. I don't Man. know. But uh, yeah, I guess the Ags not overseeded as I argued for uh, the week. They did not look good. Uh, last yeah, they night. might well, Penn- cover that guy who shoots the three pointers for Penn State. Well, Texas is going to have to get to know him too, and the point guard is who's a first team All American. Uh, he the offense runs through him for the Nittany Lions, and I thought Penn State did a great job of. Uh, you know, we told you Texas A&M the number one team in the nation in free throws made per game. They live at the foul line. Penn State didn't foul them. Uh, they no. never they didn't even got to the bonus in that late game last night in either half. They did a great job, great coaching job. That's going to be the matchup for the Longhorns, and it's uh, it's a pretty good one. But uh, let's talk about how the Longhorns got to round of the round of thirty two. Let's get to the other headlines to start your Friday morning. UVO Business Services brings it to you to start the hour. And, yeah, the madness that is day one of the NCAA tournament, of course, included some upsets and bracket busters, and uh, but the second-seeded Longhorns were not one of them. They flipped that script last night, rolled past 15th-ranked Colgate, or 15th-seeded Colgate, 81-61. They advanced to the second round. Raiders came into the game, as we say about this, the nation's best three-point shooting team, but it was the Longhorns who made it rain from long range last night. They had 13 from beyond the arc, led by Sir Jabari Rice off the bench. He had seven. Uh, from downtown, Marcus Carr added four. Texas defense, meanwhile, allowed Colgate to make just three of their 15 three balls they took en route to a 20-point win for head coach Rodney Terry. That's a really good Colgate team. I mean, they could really team. I mean, they put a lot of pressure on you. I thought we did a great job tonight guarding the three-point line. They really need threes to beat you, and I uh, thought we did a great job of that. They really tried to work us in the paint a little bit, but we were okay with that. We were okay with tough twos, but no threes. There it was. That was the game plan executed. They win by 20 in uh, their largest uh, tournament win and by margin since 2008. Texas will now face Penn State in the round of 32. And after the 10th seeded Nittany Lions dismantled 7th seeded Texas A&M last night in Des Moines, 76-59. Big, biggest day one upset came out west yesterday where 15th seed Princeton closed the game on a 9-0 run and stunned the 2nd seeded Arizona Wildcats 59-55. Also yesterday, 13th seeded Furman took out 4th seed Virginia. 9th seeded Auburn topped 8th seed Iowa. Other than that, the uh, Lower seeds advance in the other 11 games, including routes for the top seeds, Kansas and Alabama. 
Uh, fairly easy wins for UCLA and Duke. Fourth seed of Tennessee got a scare for Rick Barnes, but they held off Louisiana 58-55. Top seed of Houston Cougars in the Midwest, they pulled away late from Northern Kentucky, but not all good news there. They may have lost their All-American point guard Marcus Sasser again. He re-aggravated that his groin early in the game, didn't play much last night. 16 more games tip off today, including uh, one at 11-15. Featured games include a pair of three seeds from the Big 12 and a pair of six seeds. Third seed Baylor faces UC Santa Barbara at 12-30. K-State, a three-seed meeting Montana. The six-seed's Iowa State facing Pittsburgh. And TCU will meet Arizona State, the 11-seed, late tonight. Women's tournament tips off tomorrow, including the fourth-seed of the Texas Longhorns facing 13-seed East Carolina in opening round action at Moody Center. That game tips at 9 o'clock tomorrow night at the Mood. Also on the 40 Acres this weekend, surging Texas baseball team, winners of seven straight. They're going to open a three-game series with New Orleans University at the Dish tonight. Games are set for 630 2.30 tomorrow, 1 o'clock on Sunday. Free agency day four in the NFL headlines include the Chicago Bears signing former Green Bay Packers tight end Robert Tanyan and the lifetime Longhorn running back Deontay Foreman to one-year deals. Eagles and star cornerback Darius Slay agreed on a new three-year extension. And speaking of the Eagles, they signed quarterback Marcus Mariota to a one-year deal. That's after their backup, Gardner Minshew, signed with the Colts. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Yeah, Ronnie Terry's right. They gave up some tough twos, but boy, man, when they got that ball down to paint their big guys, I was like, look out. Yeah, well, that's how you want to make them beat you. I mean, they're, they're, they're a bombing team and... Uh, shoot 40-plus percent from three-point land. Longhorns did a great job, and they were off a little bit in some spots, but the Texas defense, as we know, they're longer and more athletic. Oh, yeah, they got out there. They, they got their hands up and got their hands on guys. Well, and that's what that continues to be the theme for me for Texas. When they hold teams under 70 points, they're going to beat you because their offense is really efficient. They're going to score their points, especially against a bad defense like Colgate, uh, especially on a night when they make 13 three-pointers. They're going to be unbeatable. But the defense was the key. Colgate came into that game averaging almost 80 points, and Texas held them to 61. So if the defense continues to be on point, uh, that Longhorns are going to be a problem. And Serge Jabari Rice just continues to be. Yeah, it doesn't matter if he's a starter or a sixth man or eighth man. It doesn't so matter. Good. He's just good. Yeah, man, he just plays with such confidence and, and just inserts such confidence into that basketball team. Uh, we talk about swagger. I mean, he plays with it. And uh, there's no question about it. Marcus Carr, I thought, had a nice night. Marcus got to take care of the ball, though. He had five turnovers last night. Or he dribbled one late when they were up by just nine when you started to worry a little bit, and he banged one off his just like off his shin. Yeah. And we're not about I'm like, wait a minute, did the guy touch that ball? He had almost half the Longhorn turnovers last night in that game, and that's gonna they're gonna figure that out. Uh Dylan DeSue continues to be a monster down low. He had seventeen points and ten boards. It was just a really efficient game for the Longhorns. It was everything you wanted. The backcourt scored fifty some points, the front court scored forty one points, the they out rebounded Colgate, they played great defense. It was just you know, you're never really scared. I guess there was a point early in the second half where the game got back to seven or eight, but uh, the Longhorns would hit a couple couple shots and stretch it back out, and the defense was on point all night long. Uh, Texas with a 20-point victory. Yeah, when it was, when, is, it, when is that nine, E, that's when I got worried because that's when uh, Hunter started taking jumpers, and I was like, oh, no, not you, not now. <laughs> this is not this is not your time for you to take these, these three-pointers, the ones that get jammed up in the side of the rim there. Man. Oh yeah, he got the wedge. Oh, that he happened got a, four times yesterday. Four times in, in that Texas in game? that arena? No, not in, it's just all day. from the whole day. Four yeah, times when the ball the, sticks between really? the, the glass and the rim. Yeah, the wedgie. Uh, they called that. Well, he can throw some wedgie bricks up there. That was that one was a that wasn't going anywhere but in that wedge right there. But uh, other than that, I thought they I thought they defended really really well. 
61 points for a team that averages 80. You'll take that every every uh, day of the week for sure. And uh, did a nice job uh, on their best players. And three for 15 from the, uh, the the beyond the arc for them. Gosh, you out you outshoot a shooting team 13 to three from three ball. Uh, that's going to be a one-sided ball game, and it was. And they we, started Timmy Allen last night, who had four points. Yeah. But he had five. He had five assists, and coming some of those assists were perfect time assists too. I mean, easy dunks. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. I just. He just doesn't look like he's well yet. Well, 21, 21 minutes, and he scored ten points. But yeah, it was a close game, and then he went to the bench, and Jabari Rice came in and started raining yes. threes. The next thing you know, they're up double digits. Uh, it was really when he came in the game there at about the you know seventeen sixteen minute mark, he started uh, dropping three balls, and Jabari ended up with twenty nine minutes. Marcus Carr with thirty five to lead the team. Uh, but again, efficient game, uh, good backcourt, good front court uh, combinations, and uh, just the the eight nine man rotation. Arturo Morris didn't play much, really kind of shrinking it. He uh, you know about eight guys got on the floor. Yeah, it's that time of the year. Uh, Dylan Mitchell. Didn't do much on his end, but it was it was you know what we saw in the Big Twelve tournament. Dylan DeSue dominating, mm-hmm. great guard play, play play good defense, and again the Longhorns undefeated this year, haven't lost a game when the team they're playing doesn't get seventy two or more points. So that's the barometer when they get into this game with Penn State because Penn State, um, you know I I just thought last night was a clinic coaching wise for. Um, you know, Penn State against Texas A&M. They understood Texas A&M was athletic, but they score most of their points on slashing to the basket and foul lines and, you know, putbacks and those kind of things just because they're really athletic. But the Aggies don't shoot very well, um, you know, from the outside. So they really just forced them. They kept them off the free throw line, the charity stripe, and they, you know, forced them to shoot jump shots. Oh, yeah, shots. they didn't foul them. They made them shoot jumpers. Yeah, right. That was a really, really uh, good game plan. Uh, and we're going to learn more about Penn State today. We're going to have to because that's who the Longhorns will play Tomorrow, I have not seen a game time start for that game yet. TV will determine once we know what the matchups are. I would imagine we'll hear that this morning, or maybe it's out somewhere. I have not seen a game time for Texas and Penn State, but it'll be a quick turnaround, and that's advantage Texas because um, you know this this Penn State team, their their head coach uh, Shrewsbury, you know, give him a week, and he and his you know he's a former Butler assistant with Brad Stevens. Uh, this is a guy that will dial up some some great. He doesn't have the the overall array of weapons that a Texas would have. But you give him a week to, you know, he'll come up with a, with a pretty strong game plan as he did last night. But Longhorns get to face Penn State on a quick turnaround one day to prepare. Uh, that'll be today, and they'll play tomorrow. So you kind of like that for the Longhorns uh, in this matchup. Uh, but I will also say this, that Penn State has, will probably have the best, not, they, they'll have the best player on the floor in their point guard, Jalen Pickett. He's a first-team All-American. He's 6'4". He kind of backs, he'll, he'll, he'll post up. Your uh, your guard. Yeah, and he'll jump over the top of you, too. Yeah, he'll post up the guard, and then uh, it was the three-point gunner, Andrew Funk, last night. Who Boy, was, well, that guy was Funk can make everything. I mean, yeah. yeah. He, well, Jabari Rice was 7 for 10. He was 8 for 10. 8 for 10. On those same rims there in Des Moines. So uh, you got, you got to deal with Funk, and you got to deal with Pickett, and uh, the Longhorns have to get ready for it because Penn State's a good team. Good team. Yeah, and Penn State has seen enough pretty good defensive teams, too. Sure. I mean, that this is nothing Texas hasn't seen in the Big 12. Uh, a lot of teams like this. But Jalen Pickett's a really good player. Uh, but that's where the Longhorns are, are thrive is, is in the backcourt as well. So, like the matchup, Longhorns have a chance to play into the second weekend. Gosh, what's the last time Longhorns played into the second weekend? 2016? 18. 18? 18. No, no, no. Are you talking Sweet 16? Sweet 16. Was it 2008. 13? Yeah. 2008. It's been 2008? Yes. It's been 15 years since the second weekend? That's the challenge for tomorrow because, um, as we say, you play these two-game tournaments. You get you survive tomorrow, get past Penn State. Well, now you're getting ready for Sweet 16 action. Uh, you know, the other big piece of news from the Midwest bracket is Marcus Sasser. We wondered 
I was openly, openly wondering, why would you play Marcus Sasser in this first game? Why would you even risk it? It's only been four or five days since he injured his groin at the uh, the tournament there. And they played him early, and it was early and gone early. Early and gone. He said he felt something, uh, precaution. I mean, but if he re-aggravated it, well, you start back over. Yes. Essentially at that point. And the the Houston Cougars cannot win the national championship no, without Marcus Sasser. I don't think so. And that's that opens the thing wide open for Texas because – uh, Houston is the one seed. Texas is the two, and um, you know I would I would argue with Mar- without Marcus Sasser, Texas is better uh, than the University of Houston. Uh, though they wouldn't meet until the the Elite Eight, which would be next weekend. But uh, uh, keep an eye on the Marcus Sasser injury. And I you know I heard Charles Barkley talking about it. Just you know, you just that needs needs to get healthy. But it's a growing. What do you do? I mean, he was talking about it. how do you rehab that? You don't do anything. You don't play. You just get off. Yeah, just get off of it. Uh, 6.45 start time. Thank you very much for that. People are already firing it up. 6.45 will be the start time for tomorrow for Texas and Penn State. So perfect timing. Uh, 6.45 in the evening. Not too early, not too late, Buck. I like that. Thank you for the text Just line. right for my boys hoofing and the boys calling me. Oh, your boys from back east are going to be all over you oh, on goodness. this St. Patrick's Day. How quickly do they start drinking the green beer this morning? Uh, they started at midnight. No. Oh, of course they do. Kid me? Come on, man. Even worse at Boston College. That place is a buzz at midnight. Oh. And it'll stay buzzed all the way till Monday now. Absolutely. Well, I, and St. Patty's Day on a Friday? Like sometimes we'll roll in on oh, a Tuesday. And it's like, oh, it. man, I got to go to bed. Friday night, let's go. Let's go. Uh, it, it'll be on. But uh, yeah, have yourself some corned beef and cabbage. By the way, that's more of an American thing, by the way, than for St. Patrick's Day. But uh, you still know. a little fish fry today. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, Lent, Lent. The Lenten season continues. So uh, happy St. Paddy's Day. We'll have fun with that today. We got the brackets. Uh, how far did you have Arizona going? Too far. I texted my nephew. My nephew, Shea, goes to the Too University far. of Arizona. He's a young, uh, young accounting student there at Arizona. He, t- he chose Arizona because he wanted to, he's a rock climber. He said, I want to climb rocks. So he moved, moved from Pennsylvania out there, or Delaware. And uh, I texted him last night and said, hey, how about those uh, Wildcats? And you know what he says? Text me back. Biden jinxed us. He did. He Biden jinxed us because apparently for the, the president picked for Arizona to win his bracket. He also releases, he released his bracket like 15 minutes after the first game started. Come on. Come on. Come on, Joe. Can't do that. Yeah, that's what he said. Go Biden back. Biden jinxed us. Go back. Take a nap. <laughs> See you at nap time with me. <laughs> Biden jinxed Well, and you should know my my, ne- my nephew grew up, grew up in Wilmington, Delaware. Right there. Which is the home of the Bidens. So he's mad at Joe for picking his Wildcats who go down as the two seed. How about Princeton? Speaking of playing great defense, they held Arizona. Arizona averages 80-some points a game. They scored 55. Isn't that group a bunch of choke artists? Haven't they choked before in this? Arizona has. Well, Virginia's the choke artist. You know, the, the Virginia loss to Furman, which Ty gave you accurately yesterday. How about the bad turnover at the end of the game for West Virginia? Awesome. Virginia? He just threw the ball away, threw the ball to the guy. They lose 68-67. But the loss came five years exactly to the day that they lost as the one seed to the 16-seed uh, UMBC, if you remember. And what is it, the only time a 16 has beaten a 1? It was Virginia, and it was five years to yesterday, and all they do is up and lose to Furman. Now, remember, they won the national championship in 2019, but, you know, that they've been pretty bad in the tournament outside of a championship. <laughs> I don't know how much, how much leash that buys you if you're Tony Bennett, but, man, uh, they either feast or famine. You either win the whole thing or you get knocked out early is uh, the way the Virginia Cavaliers kind of roll. But Princeton, the Tigers, how about the Ivy Leagues representing in your brackets? Yeah, that was a big win for them. That was a big win for Princeton. 
Tennessee, Rick Barnes was uh, was nervous. He, they, they're playing that Raging Cajun group from Louisiana. That one got to the wire. They win 58-53. That was almost a late upset for sure. But, um, you know, so you, your upsets were the Virginia loss. Uh, Arizona knocked out A&M as a seven seed, knocked out. And then uh, you, the 8-9 the games are hardly upsets, but uh, Auburn, Auburn beat Iowa. Yesterday and sixteen more. That Auburn today. team's kind of dangerous if they get if Bruce they Pearl. get yeah with Bruce Pearl yeah no I mean, I mean once they get going yeah uh, they're an interesting team for sure I mean I, I was I mean Alabama looks the part give Texas Texas A uh, and M Corpus Christi they hung around I mean they they battled and I thought they they gave uh, Alabama the number one overall seed a good fight only lost by twenty one but uh, uh, they they played tough uh, tough brand of basketball. Uh, the the Kansas Jayhawks playing without Bill Self. That is a, a continuing story. Bill Self, Self still not on the bench for Kansas. Yeah, that means he's still not feeling that well. Yeah. Um, and the reports out of you know Lawrence is what that, that's a heart issue of some kind. And obviously high energy, high stress, oh, yeah. court side, that kind of stuff. Got to be very careful with that. And they're going to. But Kansas without their, their leader, uh, easy win. Easy win. They, they routed. Uh, what sixteen one matchup? So, uh, good stuff on day one of the NCAA tournament. They beat Howard ninety six sixty eight was the final in that one. But uh, yeah, the president's bracket is busted. Your bracket could be busted. I had Arizona in the lead eight, losing to Alabama. I did too. Ty? I had them losing to the Sweet Sixteen. Ooh, to Creighton to the Blue Jays. I'm sitting pretty right now. You feeling good? I only got I got that wrong, and I think I won. A, how many games were yesterday? I went 13 for 16. 16. 13 16. For 16. 16 on day one, 16 on day two. You went 13 and three. Nice. Nice. I'll, I'll check my bracket in the break. This is 99% on one of my brackets. Well, how many did you fill out? <laughs> the one that's important. That's his bracket right there. That's the one he's going to count, whoever that is. Three is the limit. It's got to be. Yeah. This fell on the text. I says, I finally give credit to Chad Hastings on a sports take. He took Princeton to win. Where'd you go, Chad? Where'd you go, Job. Chad? Where'd you go, Chad? Uh, from the midday show. Uh, I heard Zay yesterday, like he was 0 for 3 out of the gate with his bracket. I guess he had uh, had West Virginia. I thought, I thought West Virginia was going to win that at the buzzer. I, I thought we were going to get our first buzzer beater. It looked good. It looked good. Uh, that down two would have been a three ball to Come win. Come on, it. Huggy. Huggy Bear. Yeah, well, guess what? Huggy Bear got out coached yesterday. They had, they had a 13-point lead with 10 minutes to play in that game. They're up eight. I mean, both halves, they came out to built a big lead, and by halftime, right. Maryland had figured it out. And that's just that's a good coaching right there to make the adjustments. Then they got up again in the second half. Same thing. They're up 13 with 10 to go. West Virginia's got to close that game out, but they just don't shoot well enough uh, as a basketball team. And, you know, that's that's one of the things, you again, you love about Texas. They can shoot it. you got to be able to shoot this time of year. you got to be able to knock down shots. And it beat the Aggies. You can play defense and shoot the basketball. You have a chance, and the Longhorns have both of those things. They're playing really high-level defense. Penn State better be hot again. They better be hot because the Longhorns will go to the boards, and they were battling because Colgate was bigger and even more physical, I thought, underneath. But the Longhorns, I mean, guys were scrapping. Cunningham was scrapping. I mean, those guys were getting a lot of loose balls. Once again, the loose balls, the 50-50 balls on the floor – for this basketball team, aren't like the 50-50 balls in the air for the football team. Yeah, well, I this just, group gets those. They, 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 they get to the ground. Well, that's right. And that's I mean, again the things you like about this Texas team. They're experienced. Yeah, they can shoot it. They have three good guards. Uh, Dylan DeSue has has really come on late and providing a, an interior presence. And they play tough. And they're playing tough on the defensive end. So 
A lot to like, but I mean, Marcus Carr can't turn the ball over five times tomorrow night. I know that against this guy, Jalen. And without without a lot of pressure at times, it wasn't like crazy pressure. Sloppy with the ball. Yeah, I Um, thought some of their entry pass. I thought their hands were a little light. You know what I mean? They didn't grip the ball well. Well, I mean, gosh, that's the other thing you like about Jabari Rice. He doesn't turn the ball over. I love Jabari Rice. He was blowing, trying to (laughs) cool off his hand. That was going. Don't cool that hand off by blowing on it. Let it stay hot. He, I call him the Slim Reaper. He is just uh, he is he is smooth as it gets, man. He's always in control of his game. Uh, doesn't turn the ball over. You, you always just feel like something good's going to happen. He's got the ball in his hand. He's going to dish one. He's going to shoot it. He's going to make a, a smart basketball play. And we've seen it all year from Jabari Rice. Yeah, and, and even as much as as Marcus kind of turned the ball over, I I thought he took some really good shots last no, he, night. Yeah, I mean he's he played he didn't play bad, but against you know Penn State and these the, the the further you get, the more on point you have to be. And can't give up possessions like that, like Marcus did, just being loose with the dribble and uh, loose with the ball. Uh, we'll come back. We'll pick this up. We're just getting warmed up. We're grading our brackets. We're drinking green beer, or at least, well, and let it be later, but uh, drink some green beer on St. Patty's Day. Craig Way has the Craig Way Report this hour. Some B&E facts of the day to have fun with as well. Some NFL free agency chatter. Uh, busy Friday. Glad you're with us here on B&E. It's Bucky and Aaron. Coming up, uh, Dak Prescott weighed in on the uh, departure of Zeke Elliott, his best buddy. And Ty's playing the Irish tunes. What is that, Ty? What do you got for us on St. Paddy's Day Friday? This is Irish Pub by the Rum Jacks. Rum Jacks. I like that name. There you go. You know which U.S. state has the highest concentration of Irish folks in it? You you might think Massachusetts, where you went to college, it's it's New Hampshire, New Hampshire, mm. according to this data. Uh, and yes, today is St. Patrick's Day, Friday of spring break in South by Southwest. So it's gonna be colder today, though. It's uh, windy out there. Somebody's uh, texted us and dang, it's cold out here. It is. The wind is uh, is gusty. Uh, temperatures are down. What is it? Forty three degrees right now in Austin, Texas. Yeah, it's a with moist the, wind. With yeah, yeah, you just love the word moist, don't you? I mean, you just got to say it. Just have to get that out there. You just have to do it. Oh man, it's not dry out. That's for sure. Well, uh, day one of the brackets. Ty, you said you were thirteen and three. I was twelve and four uh, on my day one. Hit twelve, lost four. The, the the one that West Virginia one beat me. I mean, that was a coin flip game with Maryland. I had Utah State beating Missouri. That didn't happen. Arizona hurt me, and those Aggies. Come on, Aggies. Yeah, that was a stinker. There. Come on, Aggies. I knew Penn State was going to win that. Well, I mean, I mean, and then played like a high school team. What's that? They played like I don't, I don't. Their style of play, it felt like I was watching a high school basketball, like a really good high school Aggies? basketball team. Yeah. Well, they don't shoot very good. They're not the yeah. most skilled team, uh, so they got to beat you by beating you up and uh, being athletic and slashing to the basket and going to the foul line. And that's really what Texas, uh, what Penn State did a great job of of not fouling and, um, you know, you don't. They averaged almost twenty points a game from the foul line, which means you're in foul trouble and. Uh, those kind of things. That's kind of their 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 mo for Buzz Williams, um, and Penn State took advantage of that. Texas will play Penn State tomorrow night, uh, six forty five in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, by the way, there was a blizzard yesterday. I was watching I was watching the local news yesterday afternoon. Our guy Bob Ballou from playing through. How about Bob Ballou? He was out like outside the arena. It was like a blizzard. I'm like Bob. Oh, I texted him. So why don't you get inside? I mean, it's coming sideways out there. The uh, Weather Channel. Uh, yeah. He's like, yeah, well, it wasn't snowing when we started it, but then we, huh. it's too late to move. We're, we're already out here. And then here comes the blizzard. 
But uh, that's what they're dealing with in Des Moines. But um, it was a blizzard of three-pointers for the Longhorns last night, one of their best shooting nights of the year. They picked a good night to do it. 13 of 23 from the uh, the three-ball land, seven for Jabari Rice, four for Marcus Carr, and the Longhorns were an easy winner by 20 over Colgate last night. The toothpaste is no longer. But, yeah, 12-4. and four. Ties thirteen and three. Do you know what your bracket number is? Are you? I'm in the same. I, I think I lost four tie. Right. All right. Yeah, twelve and four. Then Just feeling good. But yeah, everyone lost. The, the, the Arizona. Somebody like Arizona ridiculous. loses. The max points is the is the metric you got to look at when you're looking at your bracket. Max points. Yes. What is it? Well, you only get one point for the first wins round. in the first round. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, more teams you get into the next round. But I had Arizona going all the way to the Elite Eight though, and to losing fight to Bama. Alabama. Yeah, to lose the Bama, I did too. And I will say, I almost. I had at one point I had it as Arizona, and then I flipped it right before. So thank goodness. And I'm mad at Kelvin Sampson because in my final bracket book, I, I, me and Joe Lunardi, I saw him do this yesterday. Pick Houston to cut down the Nets in Houston and win the national championship. And but then I see Marcus Sasser on the floor last, and I thought I thought Kelvin Sampson would would have rested him in these one sixteen matchup. They struggled against Northern Kentucky, though. I know they did, but you, you're you, you, if you can't beat the sixteen seed and let Marcus Sasser get a couple days off, uh, well now you yeah. Read. But their offense didn't flow right with him being hurt. It just didn't. He just and I think they were worried the minute they tipped off on him in the game. He I think all eyes were on him. Is he going to pull I, up? I, or is he going to be lame? All week, though, I just assumed he wouldn't play. Yeah, I, I, I would he agree. He just sit this one out and. Uh, because what, what, the worst case scenario is that he re-injures it, re-aggravates it, and now it's where he could maybe not play to you know this week or even next week. Uh, if you could get him a couple more days off his feet, who knows? Instead, the coaches want to see if he can go early. I mean, that's what I, I think they did with Timmy Allen. He started. They want to see if the guy can go. You know what I mean? How far? Well, can he, yeah, and Timmy. It's not the, how far you can last. It's just how many minutes do you look good at, at a certain pace, and then they can start to pull you. But hell, it doesn't matter if you get in there and get hurt. Well, and Timmy's, that's, that's, Timmy's is an ankle, so you can monitor an ankle, you can rehab an ankle, you can do a lot of things. You can't do much with a groin. I mean, you just oh no, there's nothing to do. I mean, rub on it, I guess. But um, come and come out of the elevator the, tub, the wrong way. Yeah, get in the tub, and uh, I, I I just was disappointed. I just thought Marcus Sasser would sit and then be ready to. No, I don't believe they can. I don't believe they can get out of that that bracket. I don't believe they can win a national championship. Well, they play great anything. defense. Uh, they're they're athletic as heck up front. They're gonna play Auburn now. They're gonna play Auburn in the one nine. They win that, out. and they'll they'll you know make it onto the round of sixteen. But yeah, I mean that's that's obviously huge for Texas today in that Midwest bracket. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll you know we got to see Xavier. The Xavier Musketeers got through Kennesaw State uh, pretty easily in that game. Uh, so Longhorns feeling good. I mean, I thought as 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 far as two seeds and the top seeds go, Texas looked as pre- as impressive as any uh, on day one of the tournament. Uh, all right, Mike. So here's what does did Dak Prescott had to say yesterday about his buddy Zeke Elliott. Of course, Zeke Elliott officially released. They both came in in the same draft class of 2016. Uh, Zeke was the fourth pick overall. Dak was pick 135. But they've really become the faces of the organization. Also, to the point that if you know when they sit next to each other and it's 21, 21 and four, that's the Dallas area code. Some people have taken to to noticing that 214, the 214, and that's what those two were. Well, uh, he says, obviously, I've talked to him. I'm hurt. I'm sure he is. But it's more important for me just to be able to support him. I know he's got more opportunities coming in his way. I love that guy. Proud of him. I'm the number one supporter for him no matter what. And he says he can't imagine taking the field without him. Well, imagine it because it's <laughs> going to be happening. This says, rub your groin in the tub, Aaron. <laughs> well, I mean, what else are you going to do? 
Get a lot of rub down. Gotta get, rub it. You can get a lot of rest. Go get Deshaun Watson. Where's guy. Deshaun Watson when you need oh. him? Oh, girl. I mean, that's probably a bad joke. Probably a bad joke. But yes, Cowboys moving on from uh, Zeke Elliott. Hey, De- Deontay Foreman's a bear. That is nice. That's a good pickup by the Bears. Those two pickups that they got yesterday. Robert Tanyan. Oh yeah, another tight end. Uh, you know them. That'll make twelve. <laughs> twelve <laughs> no, but, tight ends. Well, they've got the young young kid Cole Komet, who they like a lot. And Chicago, yeah, Chicago's going to be a whole new team. I mean, they they really do. Oh, yeah. We know they had a ton of money to spend, and then um, they had the number one. They had the number one draft pick, but they traded that to Carolina, so they got a bunch of draft capital. Did you notice the door? People pounding the door down to get to Zeke yesterday. Yeah, pounding. Were they knocking those doors down to get a, get a hold of them at any price, like for free? None, huh? I mean, a twenty seven year old short beat yardage goal line up runner. Plow mules. What you're talking about here? What are you going to get for that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, you know, the running back market, as we've talked about, is, is you know, what it is. And there's uh, good rookies coming out. There'll be some good players coming out. Well, and by the way, Deontay Foreman goes to the Bears because Miles Sanders signed with the Panthers. Uh, Miles Sanders from the Eagles to the Panthers on a four-year deal, uh, $25 million total, but mostly it's a two-year deal. But he was uh, – most people thought Miles Sanders was the top free agent running back available uh, on the market, and he ends up on a on – a, Team-friendly deal at four years, but he got one in Carolina with the Panthers. Uh, of course, the uh, Eagles re- signed Rashad Penny from Seattle. They also re-signed their own guy, Boston Scott, to go with Kenneth Gainwell. So the uh, Yeah, the healthy Penny room. was going to really push Miles Sanders anyway. Sure. I mean, they're, they're kind of the same guy. It, but the the issue is uh, Rashad Penny doesn't stay healthy. Right. Or hasn't been able to stay healthy in Seattle. We'll see if that changes when he gets to uh, – to, Philadelphia, uh, where the Eagles look. I I was at the beginning of the free agency. You thought the Eagles may lose some really key guys, which would be they advantage back Cowboys. Strong, yeah, but yeah, they Slay's back. Darius Slay looked like he was going to be gone, and you weren't sure if they were going to re-sign Jonathan Bradbury, their other corner. They re-signed both of those dudes. Also got Fletcher Cox back. Um, uh, they did lose uh, Javon Hargrave, their big defensive tackle, to the uh, San Francisco 49ers on day one, but. Um, you know, Eagles Eagles will still be there. Uh, and Cowboys, that's who you're chasing right now, not in, just in the division but in the conference uh, of the NFC. But uh, Cowboys, I thought, had a good week, good week of free agency. I did to, too. To keep Donovan Wilson and Leighton Van Der Esch and make the trade for Stephon Gilmore. I think those are, are plus moves and solid moves for sure for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, okay, so brackets, Cowboys, NFL. Craig Way has his report coming up, some B&E facts of the day. Ty, since you were good with the upsets yesterday, are you seeing any today that you're feeling – Confident about on day two, 16 more games, tipping off at 11-15? I definitely like VCU over St. Mary's. Um, Havoc. Possibly Drake winning today, too. You know know where Drake University is located? Des Moines. Des Moines, Iowa. That's where Craig and the Longhorns are with the Craig Way Report. It's a wrestling school. Yeah, Drake. That's one of the hottest teams in the nation right now. I think they've won 13 out of the last 14. Um, Top top 25 three-point shooting team in the nation. Um, so yeah, I, I like them. And what, what did I say? What was it? VCU. VCU. Yeah, I mentioned Xavier plays today. The three seed in the Longhorn bracket of the Midwest. They're mm-hmm. going to play today against Kennesaw State. Um, that's an eleven forty game. Is Iowa State? Do they play Pitt? Iowa State plays uh, Pittsburgh tonight. That's one I, I watch Pittsburgh in that play-in game. I, I think don't. Iowa State will get after them. I think them, Iowa State's they? going to roll them. The line's four and a half. I can see the Cyclones. Mm-hmm. They just Pitt, Iowa State's a pretty good team. I, Pittsburgh just looks bad. Um, but they, they survived that rock fight with Mississippi State in the playing game in Dayton, uh, kind of like Iowa State there. But uh, um, what about Providence, Kentucky, T.Y.? Kentucky is John Calipari's team, man. They seem ripe. I know they got Sheep way down low. 
But uh, Providence, the Friars out of the Big East, did they pull the upset? I'm split on that one. Bucks got the upset there. How about this team? I got the Friars. How about this team, Grand Canyon, playing Gonzaga tonight? A lot of people like the Zags go a long way in this tournament. Highest scoring team in America. I like I like Grand yeah. Canyon to cover. I think it's like fifteen and a half or something like that. But I don't I don't think they can. They'll beat Drew Timmy. He's got too much on the line here. How many years he played, Drew Timmy? This oh, wait, Colgate year. did not cover. No, they did not. Two and no, twelve. No, if you're listening, we told you the Texas by double digits, maybe fifteen or more, and they won by twenty. Um, that, that felt like a good call right there. Uh, K State. If you're a Big Twelve fan, you're kind of worried. Montana State. Montana State is the opponent today. Uh, TCU plays Arizona State tonight, the last game of the day. They're out there in Denver, Colorado. Uh, and what about? I know a lot of people will be keeping their eyes on this one. The second to last game is Kent State out of Northeast Ohio. There, the Golden Flash is against Indiana, IU, the Hoosiers, and Mike Woodson. That could be an upset potential. We'll uh, we'll certainly preview as we get these things cranked up. But uh, three big upsets yesterday. One massive upset with Arizona going down uh, the two seed. Marquette plays today, Buck. Uh, your oh, guys. Yeah. The market, Shaka Smart has a chance to, uh, as a coach to win his first tournament game in 10 years. 10 years uh, when they, they played the, the Catamounts of Vermont. You yeah, spent, I, you spent I, some time in Vermont back in the day, did I you spent not? spent some time in New Hampshire. All of those places. Love those places in the summertime and in the fall. This says, come on, Zeke is not only a running back, but he can fill in at center. Yeah, you realize that <laughs> That's true. Zeke Elliott's final was... play as a cowboy was in that silly oh trick play they God. tried to run where he lined up at center, snapped the ball, and got jacked. <laughs> he did get jacked. Some bring that back. That's his last play. What was that going to be? I'm still trying to figure What was that play going to be? They, that play needed to get off. Dude, that so we could, have got... seen the, we could have seen the circus there. Do you think there's any chance that he comes back to the Cowboys? For free? No. No, I, I I just don't. What's the what's the rookie salary? What is it? What is what's a what's a veteran minimum? Depends 800000 800, isn't it? Depends on what, what round you draft him in. A rookie that you draft depends on what where how you acquire him. His is probably a million bucks. Well, I, Zeke, that's too much. Well, I, mean, I give him five hundred thousand. Well, by the way, at, and a and a hotel room Zeke, no at the I'm, days in for no for three months. If I'm Zeke, knowing I'm probably going to get cut, and they run that play, and I get jacked on my last play in a Cowboys uniform, I'm going to get over and jack Mike McCarthy. Like, come on, man. <laughs> what are we doing? He just got me blasted. And he hiked it sideways. Yeah. What did I do in the game with the 49ers? We'll be back. We'll hit the facts of the day. Uh, we'll reset your top stories at the top of the hour. Dive into that coach's corner. We're checking brackets. Having fun with you on St. Patrick's Day, Friday. First, it's Craig. It's Bucky and Aaron. On to round two for the Longhorns. Coming up in our Coach's Corner next hour, we'll preview Penn State. A lot of fans were, we were certainly hoping for a Texas-Texas A&M matchup. That's not happening. Penn State dismantled the Aggies last night, and uh, we'll tell you how they did it and what the Longhorns have to be prepared for tomorrow night, 645 in Des Moines. Yesterday, bracket uh, busters and big wins. How about Kansas, Buck? Number one seed out west. A lot of Kansas fans frustrated. They got sent west, and they didn't get to stay in the Midwest. Um, a lot of people see that western bracket, west bracket is the toughest bracket, but Kansas looked good in their first game. They scored 96 points. It's the most scored by a defending national champion in its NCAA tournament opener since Florida of 07, and that's important or at least interesting because the Gators were the last team to go back-to-back mm-hmm. with national champions in the, that year. Uh, Kansas looking to go back-to-back, uh, but they'd have no Bill Self yet. I mean, they they think he'll come back at some point in this tournament, but he was not on the bench yesterday. Also, uh, Alabama, a one seed, and the number one seed overall in the tournament, scored 96 points yesterday, but Brandon Miller, their best player, didn't score any of them. 
didn't score. They scored nearly 100 against uh, Texas A&M Corpus well, They ran yesterday. them right out early. Yeah, I mean, they're they're so long and athletic, and they, they are going to shoot threes. You know that with Nate Oates. We've it was also, a good win for Arkansas, was it not? Did the, Arkansas beat yeah. Illinois, correct? Yes, they did. Uh, Arkansas with a winner yesterday um, in the 8-9 matchup there. 15 seeds have won at least one NCAA tournament game in each of the last three years. So you're going to have to pick a 15. You just have to pick the right one. A lot of people were picking Colgate because, <laughs> again, uh, you know, St. Peter's, uh, the Peacocks beat uh, Kentucky last year. I remember the Peacocks went all the way to the Elite Eight after winning that first game. Oral Roberts uh, in 2021, they were a, six, a 15 that won it. So a lot of people were picking Colgate. Uh-uh, it was Princeton, the Tigers, taking down Zona. Down goes the Wildcats. Ivies. Yeah. How about this? Arizona's loss to Princeton knocked 93% of the remaining perfect brackets out in the in the ESPN's tournament bracket challenge. Over Out of 20 million entries, more than 20 million, less than 35,000 remain perfect through seven games completed. So it's already scaled it back. The perfect bracket is impossible. Just know that. You know who really looked good playing last year? It was Missouri. SEC's got a couple teams in there. Auburn and Missouri, if they get hot right now, both those teams are tough, and especially that Auburn team, because they got everything. They've got skilled, skilled big guys, and they've also can shoot. Yeah, I mean, and that's what was surprising for the Aggies last night. The Aggies were the second best team in the SEC behind Alabama. They yeah. beat Alabama this year, uh, you know, late in the year, and played, you know, lost to them in the in the SEC tournament, and they were seen as the second best team in the SEC, but. Um, you know, they did not look good last night. Well, they're a football school, unlike yeah. Texas. The Aggies are a football school? Yeah, aren't they? Since when? <laughs> aren't they? Since when are they a football school? I think uh, they're football power. Oh, Play really? basketball. Really? How about that? Uh, but yeah, Buzz Whitfield, he needs some shooters there. Uh, but yeah, you're right about Auburn. You're right about uh, you know, Arkansas. Missouri got a win yesterday out of the Southeastern Conference. So yeah. Arkansas won 73-63. you picking that upset today. Indiana, Indiana's going no place today. Hoosiers, daddy. I think they win, but they're not going far. They might lose today. Woo. That's, hey, not, that's not one of my big upset picks of the day, though. Don't sleep on Kent State. Maction, baby. Maction. Maction. Love that Maction. The Maction. Don't sleep on Kent State today. Uh, don't sleep on Penn State. Longhorns have to uh, turn their attention quickly. Quick turnaround game with the Nittany Lions. They've got one of the best players in all of college basketball and a young coach that's... Uh, Speaking of football schools. <laughs> yeah. We will uh, preview Penn State coming up. Also preview the Longhorn Women's Weekend. They're going to open up at the Moody Center this weekend. Like Longhorn Baseball with a big three-game set. We are going to talk to that coach David Pierce this morning. 8.30. We were supposed to talk to him yesterday, but he was feeling a little bit under the weather. He asked if we could do it today. He's so we'll back. talk to Coach Pierce today at 8.30. Preview that baseball weekend. And we're talking to you here on B&E all morning long. Brackets and St. Patty's Day, Friday. It's a it's a good time on 104.9, 101.9, AM 1260. Stream it always on the Horn app, on your smart speaker, and at hornfm.com.